0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Let's Talk Football Podcast, Episode 6. I am C.J. Fullins along with my brother, Brandon. Here in the Let's Talk Football Podcast, we talk about everything currently happening in the NFL today. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. So last week's podcast, at the very end, we made predictions about who we think will win the Pro Bowl that happened this Sunday, uh, Brandon, I'm pretty sure you picked the NFC to win, and I picked the AFC to win. AFC did end up winning that game, 41-35. to 35. Um, you know, the Pro Bowl, it's, it is more of a laid-back game. Not, not too serious, but I always enjoy watching it. And, um, so yeah, there's that. Not a, we're not going to dig into that too much, but... For the first main topic that we will get into is the awards for the season will be announced in just a few weeks with so what we me and Brandon are gonna do, we are gonna make our predictions for each award and who we each think will win those awards. So starting off, we're gonna start with the rookie awards um rookie of the year i have mac jones so i think we'll get the rookie of the year he's been you know amazing for the patriots kind of a great replacement i think for tom brady as they have been suffering ever since they missed him cam newton didn't work out too well for him mac jones has just you know he's just been phenomenal he has led him to the playoffs, they didn't make it too far in the playoffs, but yeah, so, um, Brandon, who do you have for the Rookie of the Year?
1: CJ, so before we, before I announce that, I want to tell you last year's Rookie of the Year, just as a reminder for those, um, last year, Justin Herbert of the Los Angeles Chargers quarterback won Rookie and Offensive Rookie of the Year last year, um, this year, for the overall rookie of the year I'm going to give it to Jamar Chase of the Cincinnati Bengals and Jamar Chase is in the Super Bowl uh, this coming week we're going to get to see him again but I'm, I think that's going to be the overall rookie of the year and I think he's going to win the offensive rookie of the year the defensive rookie of the year I think will be Micah Parsons from Dallas a great linebacker um, he has done a phenomenal job this year on the defensive side of the ball, really just came into his own and led the defense, even though it was his first year in the league. Um, but that, those are my predictions: Jamar Chase, offensive, and Micah Parsons, defensive.
0: Okay, Brandon. Yeah, I have the same exact predictions as you. Uh, Jamar Chase, you have him going rookie of the year. I have him as offensive rookie of the year. He has been amazing. I'm not, you know. I think he's one of the biggest reasons that the Bengals are where they are at right now. About to play in the Super Bowl this following Sunday, he has just been phenomenal his rookie year. And yeah, I definitely think that um, you know really it's comes down to him or Mac Jones are definitely the two best rookies. But then also uh, defensively, Micah Parsons. I had I had him down as, as well for uh, Dallas. He's just been amazing. And so, with leaving from the rookies and heading over to just the overall league, for the Offensive Player of the Year, I have Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor, you know, the running back for the Indianapolis Colts, kind of just came out of nowhere, kind of. I mean, I never saw him coming. He just, one week, started doing incredible, and has been incredible ever since, I would give him the M V P but I don't I'm placing it more of where their teams ended up, so and you'll see who I pick for the MVP here in a minute. But with offensive player of the year I'm going Jonathan Taylor. Brandon, who do you have?
1: Okay, CJ. Um and I did forget to tell those, um Last year's defensive rookie of the year was Chase Young, the defensive end from the Washington football team. I did forget to say that. Um, And uh, as we move on to the Offensive Player of the Year, um, last year in 2021, the winner was Derek Henry, running back of the Tennessee Titans. Um, And, CJ, you said you picked Jonathan Taylor, running back from Indianapolis? Yes. Okay. Well, then I have a pretty good idea that you and I, Predictions are about to be flip-flopped, and my offensive player of the year, I'm going to give to Cooper Cup of the Los Angeles Rams. I think he has been the most explosive offensive player of the year. I think he um, really, with Matthew Stafford's help, has shown what a dynamic wide receiver can do for a football team, and that is have almost 2,000 yards receiving um, in a time to where more, more than likely defensives like to focus on one guy so quarterbacks usually have to pass the ball to multiple receivers i think cooper cup has done a fantastic fantastic job this year of not caring about what the defense throws at him and he gets the job done every sunday so my offensive player of the year for this year's prediction is cooper cup yeah Brandon. uh
0: that's so true. He's had such a great year. It's one of the best years from a wide receiver we have seen in a really long time. He and the year, the way he started this year, he he didn't just ease into the year. I mean, right off the gate, he started phenomenal. He kind of had a cold streak around week thirteen, fourteen, but then as soon as you know last couple of weeks, and then starting the playoffs, he was just back at it, doing amazing. And um, so that's the offensive player of the year. Moving on to Defensive Player of the Year, I have the defensive tackle Aaron Donald for the Los Angeles Rams. Aaron Donald, I think, is one of the best linemen we have seen in this game in a long time. I've heard some people argue that he might even be the best player in the NFL. Defensively, he, I think, you know, is just he is the best defensive player in the league right now he has i should have got some stats on him but he has so many uh and even if it's not sacks or tackles for a loss it's him getting back there and disrupting the passer to force a bad throw or at least getting the running back loose for a tackle and so that's why i have him as my defensive player of the year brandon who do you have okay.
1: CJ, as just a reminder, the um, defensive player of the year last year was Aaron Donald, defensive tackle of the Los Angeles Rams, and I don't disagree with you in thinking that Aaron Donald is probably one of the best athletes in football. He is a monster on the field, and he is someone that quarterbacks do not like to see on the line of scrimmage, but I am going to give my prediction this year to Miles Garrett, defensive end, number 95 of the Cleveland Browns, who has had just a phenomenal year this year, playing in all 17 games with 16 sacks, which was a career high for him. This was a wonderful year that he has got to just partake in a full season. And it was really fun to be able to watch him to play after last year's controversy, I know he got on a lot of people's bad side last year, but he was able to show just how good of a defensive player this year, uh, how good of a defensive player he was this year, and I'm going to give my prediction to him, Miles Garrett, defensive player of the year.
0: Yeah, Miles Garrett another great one. And I just I'm just going to say choosing these for me was not easy. There are so many good options. Uh, especially when it came down to the MVP, which we'll talk about in a second. But it was, you know, and I'm sure if I thought about it for like a really long time, I might have some different answers. But yeah, Brandon Miles Garrett was also, you know, tremendous this year. As you said, the best uh, season he's had in his career. So the last one we have is the biggest one of all, the most valuable player award the MVP. I'm going to give this one to who Brandon gave his Offensive Player of the Year, Cooper Cup, wide receiver for the Los Angeles Rams. Cooper Cup, like I said earlier, has had one of the best seasons from a wide receiver that we have seen in a pretty long time. He um, has just done phenomenal at the great help from Matthew Stafford, his quarterback. We've seen what Matthew Stafford can do when he's uh, around a good team. And, Playing in the Super Bowl this Sunday. I'm, um, you know, hoping he does well, rooting for him all the way. And uh... yeah, Brandon, who do you have for the MVP?
1: Okay, CJ. And going over last year's MVP, the award did go to Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers, who won the award in 2021. And CJ, with you going with Cooper Cup for most valuable player, you know who I'm going to go with. I'm wanting to give the award to Jonathan Taylor, running back of the Indianapolis Colts. I think no one was more valuable in determining whether a team won or lost in any given week than Jonathan Taylor was for Indianapolis. They had so many problems on the quarterback side of the ball, and it did not matter what week it was and who the Colts were playing. Jonathan Taylor showed up every Sunday and got the job done, and I believe he was the best player to step on the field this year on the offensive side of the ball. And, CJ, we can do the Coach of the Year and Comeback Player of the Year if you would like to.
0: Uh, Yes. Uh, Sorry, I forgot about those. But um, Coach of the Year, uh, yes, I think, you know, uh, I'm going to have to give this one to Sean McVay of the Los Angeles Rams. He... We saw him go to the Super Bowl a couple of years ago against the Patriots. Unfortunately, they lost in that one. But he's been such a great coach uh, since then. That was his first, you know, breakout year. But this year, the way he has led this Rams team to the uh, you know, Super Bowl, had a great regular season. They have looked just absolutely unstoppable this year, and they might, you know, even be able to close things. Close things out Sunday so I'm gonna have to give this one to Sean McVay of the Rams Uh, I just think it's a phenomenal year that he had random
1: CJ that's a very good prediction Um, the last year's coach of the year was Kevin Stefanski of the Cleveland Browns who had did have a good year last year Um, now I'm also going to stick with the major success that we've seen recently on my pick for Uh, coach of the year and I'm going to go with Zach Taylor on the other side of the Super Bowl and he is the head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals and CJ I don't know of a more coach more deserving than Zach Taylor when it comes to taking a team that struggled so much the year before and bringing them against all odds to where they are today and that being in the Super Bowl against the Los Angeles Rams and Sean McVay and Zach Taylor being a young guy he's 38 just like Sean McVay, he's the NFL coaches seems to get younger and younger. And with Zach Taylor, this only being his third full year, very impressive that he finds himself in the Super Bowl. But that is who I am picking to win Coach of the Year, Zach Taylor of the Cincinnati Bengals.
0: Yeah, um, Zach Taylor. Um, you know, coaching for the Bengals, at the beginning of this year, Me, including a lot of other people, didn't have the Bengals turning out as well. Didn't expect the Bengals to turn out as well as the great season they've had. And you're right. They they were not, you know, they don't have the best outgoing roster. You don't see a bunch of really popular names when you look at that roster. And so for him to be able to turn that into a Super Bowl contesting team... That is very true. It is very well-deserving. But, Brandon, our last one, I think, is the comeback player of the year. If you don't care, I'm going to let you go ahead and go first on that one. Okay.
1: So, CJ, last year, the comeback player of the year award winner was Alex Smith of the Washington football team. And we all of us know what kind of story he had of where he came back from, that horrific leg injury that he had and was able to fight all the way back Um, to get back on the football field and then have a good year last year for the Washington football team. Um, So he was very deserving of that. And sort of sticking with that same sentiment, going right back to Cincinnati, I think the unanimous decision has got to be Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow missed so much of his rookie season due to an MCL tear in his knee and has came back this year in absolute full force, Um, leading the Cincinnati Bengals to the Super Bowl for the first time in over 30 years and doing so in a wonderful fashion and he has thrown for over 4600 passing yards with 34 touchdowns and a 70.4 completion percentage it's just a wonderful year and i know that we have talked about um what a what a great year he sat on the field and it's just got to do with him being the tough competitor that he is coming back from that acl injury and it is, it is just something to see that he has been able to come out and be as dominant as he has been.
0: Yes, Brandon, I agree one hundred percent. Um, you know, him getting hurt, which last year, do believe was his rookie year, he getting hurt that bad and that serious of an injury with the MCL is just very unfortunate. It's a terrible thing to happen to that at all, let alone your rookie year and the way he was able to recover from that and where the Bengals are at right now, uh, considering they're having a way better year this year than they did last year. So he's playing better now uh, after he just recovered from an injury than before he even had an injury. So, yeah, I think that's obvious. You have Joe Burrow that Comeback Player of the Year award and he, uh, yeah, just We'll see them play, see him and the Bengals play on Sunday, and uh, yeah, so that's I believe is all of the awards that we have. Those are our predictions, and uh, I don't feel like we did too bad on that. I think we were pretty pretty accurate. We had a lot of similar opinions, but moving on to talking about this Sunday, the Super Bowl, the biggest you know topic for anything going on in the NFL right now, the Super Bowl. The Los Angeles Rams versus the Cincinnati Bengals. The Rams from the NFC. The Cincinnati Bengals from the AFC. This game, um, on one side, we see the Rams, who we're not we're definitely not surprised that they are here. You know, one of the best teams in the league, if not the best. So, we're not surprised at all that they're here. But looking at the Bengals side on the AFC, definitely the challenges they had to overcome starting the year, uh, not, you know, no one expecting them, like we said, to do too great coming off a rough year, and Joe Burrow having to recover from an injury for them to be in the Super Bowl right now. And the challenges they have overcome uh, with having to beat. You know, in the wild card, I believe they played the Raiders. Yes, they played and beat the Raiders. And then moving on to the AFC Championship, they had to play the Chiefs. And, you know, the Chiefs just, we've known them for the past few years. they just, you know, maybe the best team in the NFL. And for them to go out there and beat Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Kill, and those Chiefs. To be where they are at now, is just a tremendous challenge overcome. Brandon, what do you have to say?
1: Yeah, CJ. So the 2021 Cincinnati Bengals were something fun to watch, and they finished the year at 10 and 7, um, which isn't bad. They had a home record of 5 and 4 and a road record of 5 and 3, a divisional record of 4 and 2 and a, or I'm sorry, a conference record of eight and four, and a non-conference record of two and three. And CJ, I think it just comes down to them getting hot in the playoffs. They were able to sneak in, and then they just took care of business once they got in. And of course, we all know all of the stars that they have, um, and I want to go over them just briefly real quick. Joe Burrow led the league in a comeback category with 4,600 yards and 34 touchdowns and 14 interceptions. A great Great second year for Joe Burrow and passing through the air. We all know their running back. Great Joe Mixon had over 1,200 yards on the ground and 13 touchdowns. A fantastic year by anyone's standards. And the offense is just explosive everywhere we look because then we go to the receiving core, and they have got one of the best receiving cores in the game. And I know we're going to talk about another great receiving core here in a minute for the Los Angeles Rams. But as we get into the Bengals, they've got Jamar Chase, who had 1,455 yards with 13 touchdowns. They also had T. Higgins, who caught for over 1,000 yards, and Tyler Boyd, who caught for 800 yards. So it's just you don't know who the ball is going to at any given point. They are a stacked offensive team who done a really good job of taking care of the ball, an average time of possession of 31 and a half minutes per game with an average of – Third down conversion percentage of 65%, which I think is very good. Um, they had a great touchdowns rushing to passing r- rushing to passing ratio of 16 to 36, which I think will really get the job done. Um, the turnover ratio, very good for the Cincinnati Bengals, and it was on the pack of nine takeaways. To 5 turnovers and that is a really good job I'm sorry 19 takeaways to 15 turnovers and that's a really good job if you win the te- take turnover battle you're always going to do good and I think it's a pleasant surprise that we're seeing the Cincinnati Bengals in the Super Bowl this year what a wonderful season they had and I congratulate them on such a wonderful season and getting the chance to play in the Super Bowl and hats off to them
0: Yes, friend. great points there. And I just want to bring up some more of the statistical aspect into this. And as I'm looking over these, I noticed how evenly matched their offenses are. Uh, the Bengals' average yards per play is 5.9, and the Rams' average yards per play is 6. Basically, you know, same thing. Um, the Bengals' passing yards totals for this season were 4,403. And the passing for the Rams was 4,642. Not a huge difference there. Same with the rushing. The rushing, they had 1,742. And Rams rushing, they had 1,683 yards. So that is some very evenly matched offenses right there that I can't wait to you know go at it. But turning to the defensive side, we all know that great Rams defense led by Aaron Donald, Ron Miller, Jalen Ramsey, you know, and countless other great defensive players that have been great for really long now. And I think their defense is what's going to give them the edge in this because I feel like they might not win the game by using their offense. I think the offense can keep them in it and the, uh, that Rams defense will end up winning it. So I kind of just you know shouted out my uh, prediction there, but I got the Rams going, and I'm not saying it's going to be a blowout. I think this game will be close and very entertaining. Brandon. Yes,
1: yeah, CJ. And I, we got to talk about one more thing for the Cincinnati Bengals, and that's Evan McPherson. Kid is great. Kicker can kick. Absolutely one of the best or biggest reasons why the Bengals are where they're at. I just wanted to give him a shout out before we moved on. Um, and now, as we go start talking about the Los Angeles Rams, what a year that they've had too. I mean, they were able to, I guess, make show a lot of people that they were serious when they said they were going to be contenders this year, and they sure stuck to that. I mean, the Rams went 12 and 5 and were led by Matthew Stafford, who threw for almost 4,900 yards and 41 touchdowns, which is a heck of a year. And they were led on the ground by sort of a split game with Sonny Michael and Daryl Henderson. Sonny Michael having 845 yards to the ground and Daryl Henderson having 688 um, with four touchdowns and five touchdowns respectively. And then the receiving core that we know is led by the great Cooper Cup. 145 catches, and 1,947 yards, which is the second-best single-receiving season that a wide receiver's ever had, only behind the great Calvin Johnson, who also had Matthew Stafford as a quarterback. So, he caught for 16 touchdowns, and then the next uh, receiver on the list was Tyler Higby, the tight end. They also had Vaughn Jefferson, Robert Woods, and Odell Beckham Jr. And Odell joined the season late, but even though he did join late, he still had five touchdown catches and over 500 yards receiving in total between the two years, or between the one year for the two teams. And defensive, CJ, you've already talked about it. They have got such a strong defensive team for the likes of Jordan Fuller, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, Troy Reeder, and Taylor Rapp, uh, and Darius Williams. They are just a explosive defense who comes at you hard and fast, and if you watch out if you don't watch out you will be down by 21 to this offense and then you're staring at a stacked defense that you've got to try to get through and not only that they also have a great field goal kicker in Matt Gay and this kid only missed two field goals all year so I know we talk strongly about Evan McPherson but Matt Gay is also really good for the Los Angeles Rams and they also have a really good punter in Johnny Heckler so these are two very well diverse teams. And I believe this game can really surprise us or really prove us right, CJ. But I do believe that the Los Angeles Rams are going to be Super Bowl champions in 2022 and take it home. And I, I think you've hit the nail on the head when you said the offense is going to get ahead and the defense is going to hold. I think the Rams are going to win 35-17 to and it's going to look like a blowout. Um... The Rams are the better team, in my opinion. Congrats to the Cincinnati Bengals. They have came a long way, and they have fought hard to be where they're at. But I just think the Los Angeles Rams are going to take it home this Sunday. They're just the better team, in my opinion.
0: Yes, Brandon, it's just exactly what you said. And I want to bring out one more advantage that the Rams are going to have. We all know it. Home-field advantage. They will have home field advantage in the Super Bowl, which is actually the second time in history that has happened. We talked about this last week. The first time was last year with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and they ended up winning it. So, yeah, that's a huge advantage, you know, having that home field advantage like that. So, yeah, hopefully their fans will be able to come out and support them. And, uh, yeah, so it's looking like it's going to be a great Super Bowl. Like I said, I don't expect a blowout in any way. I expect this to be a close game, but the Rams, I think, will come out on top. And, uh, yes, Brandon, is there anything that you would like to add before we close out?
1: Uh, CJ, let's do our Super Bowl MVP predictions. Who is going to win the MVP of the Super Bowl? And I can go first if you want me to.
0: Yeah, sure. All
1: right, CJ. so I am going to give this to someone on the Rams – Because I believe that the Rams are going to win. And I believe that due to this, someone on the Rams is going to have a good day. And so, I'm going to throw a curveball at you here. Matthew Stafford is going to have a good day. Cooper Cup's going to have a good day. But I think the Bengals are going to try to smother Cooper Cup. And because of that, I believe that Odell Beckham Jr. is going to have the best game that he's ever played. I believe he's going to catch over 150 yards and two touchdowns. Odell Beckham Jr., NFL Super Bowl MVP 2022.
0: Okay. Okay, I like that. You thought you were a little more outside of the box, predicting the Bengals' defensive game plan. Okay. Um, I'm going to give it someone also from the Rams, but from the defensive side. We've looked at this uh, Bengals' offensive line, and they are not the best. They're pretty good, but I don't think it's going to be enough to stop Aaron Donald from getting the Super Bowl MVP, predicting he's going to have maybe three or four sacks with a bunch of tackles and uh, tackle for losses. I think he's just going to burst through that offensive line all game long, and we're going to see him do very well. And um, That's also why I had 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 predicted him to get Defensive Player of the Year as well. But, uh, you yeah, know, Brandon, is there anything else that you would like to say?
1: Nope, that is all I've got.
0: Okay, well, that has been it for me and Brandon. Uh, thank you so much for watching, and uh, tune in next week as we will talk about more from the Super Bowl and everything that's that happened and also take a look into the future in the offseason. So yes, yet again, thank you so much for watching and we'll see you next time. Good night.